Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, Not things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Show will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Well, I I learned something, and it, it's sharing time. And I am uh, ever appreciated. Uh, I do appreciate God for all that He allows me to learn in my life. One of the best lessons I've learned is that hardship teaches you some great lessons. Challenges brings about some of my best results. I think what I'm trying to say is in every challenge and hardship, every setback, I've learned something so, so valuable. So here's here's what I've, you know, I've known this, but I've just learned it at a different angle. Appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Now, I don't know how that sounds to you, but I, I can't tell you how true it is. God being fair and just as he really is. He really is. He's a fair and a just God. What's most beneficial to us is he happens to be full of mercy and grace. And I'm telling you something, man. I've probably benefited from his grace and mercy more than anything else. I mean, really, man, if it wasn't for him just forgiving me and then for him just 
touching my life the way he has. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here in this position today. I'm just not. But a funny thing has happened along the way, even to you, if you look at it. Is that your genuine appreciation and gratitude has been the key to you having more for your continued blessings and for making room for heaven to open up and pour out blessings that you don't have room enough to receive. If you look at it, see God being a fair and just God, which he is, why would he put more on you than you can bear? If you've noticed everything that's happened in your life, if you're still here, you've made it. You know, forget how rough it was, got that, but you made it. Forget what it sent you through and it how it made you feel. You made it. Now, what makes people give up and you hear about people committing suicide is they leave the God out of their life. And they start allowing that other voice to control. And if it's really true that God never puts more on you than you can bear, as long as you stay connected to God, you can get through anything. But you lose that connection. You lose that communication. You lose that relationship with him. If you're not having a relationship with God, then who you having a relationship with? Now, it ain't ain't but two forces at work at all time. It's good and evil. It's positive and negative. It's God. It's Satan. Now, this, this is at work all the time. So, If you're not being positive about everything, you leave room for negativity to step in. If if you're not trying to be righteous in your way, then you allow evil to step in. If you don't work on your relationship with God, come on now, look who you letting step in. So now, I'm, I'm asking you to understand that God never puts more on you than you can bear. Okay, now that we got that clear, that's a fact. Okay, now with that fact in mind, let's go over this right here. Why would God, being as just and merciful as he is, put more on you than you can bear? Example, if God is giving you blessings and all you're doing is complaining about them, you're never showing any appreciation or gratitude about it, why would he give you some more stuff to be ungrateful for? Why would he give you some more stuff to complain about? Why would he give you some more stuff that you would not show any more appreciation for? I mean, this thing is real simple, man, ain't it? If you think about it. So a lot of times, man, when I was going through my positions of not having and and wondering and all like here, I ended up checking myself and going, man, I'm not even showing any gratitude or appreciation for the things he has done for me. Start showing some appreciation and gratitude because it's the key to having more. It's the key to continued blessings. It's the key to the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. It's the appreciation and gratitude of what you already have. As minimal as it may appear to be right now for you, it is still what you have. But if you've shown no no gratitude for the minimal, why would he give you the maximum? I mean, I'm just really just trying to put it real, real simple. 
so I can keep understanding this thing right here. So let me give you an example in my life. I had gotten so busy at one point that I had began to complain about how busy I was. This is true because I, I am busy. But it ain't the busy part because I asked to be busy. You know, I asked God to give me opportunities and to make a way for me. Well, in that, you got to do something and you got to get busy. But I, w- I began to complain about the busyness and how busy I was. And I noticed that a couple of things slowed up for me. So I had got to the point where I wasn't showing real gratitude for it. Well, I looked up and a couple of things started slowing down. And then I had to catch myself. And I went, wow, man, you have got to start embracing the fact that you are this busy. Embrace the fact that what all comes along with it, because to whom much is given, much is required. You got to start embracing the requirement part if you want to continue with the giving part. So I changed my attitude. I caught myself and I started thanking him and showing real gratitude for how busy I was instead of complaining about how busy I was. And then guess what? It opened up the windows of heaven and some more blessings got poured out. It just works that way all the time for everybody, for me, for you, for everybody. So listen, y'all, again, your appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Your appreciation and gratitude is the key to continued blessings. And your appreciation and gratitude is the only way that you can get those windows of heaven to open up and pour out these blessings that you won't have room enough to receive. You got to act like you're glad for what you got in order to get more. You feel me? Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Boys and girls, may I have your attention, please? Today's show (laughs) is dedicated to all poultry employees, (laughs) churches, KFC, Uh Popeye, (laughs) El Pollo Loco, right, right, right. And Tropical Delight. Wingstop? That's Florida. Things like that. No Wingstop? Oh, and Wingstop. Even though they don't do full chicken parts, (laughs) you are in the poultry distribution (laughs) biz. Congratulations to all of you today. We're dedicating today's show to all poultry employees of all kinds. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the joy that you've given us. Keep us going. Thank you for the motivation. Thank you for the way I feel sometimes when I'm driving down the street and I see that sign. Yeah. Mm. What it means to me. Mm. This is for the chicken lover in you. Yeah. yeah. For the yeah. wing yeah. in you. This is for the wing in you. This is for the wing in you. This is for the wing. This is for the wing in you. <laughs> You all will make a song out of it. Yes, we will. Yeah, because that's, that's my soul boy over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yes, yes, we yes. are authentic yeah. soul we brothers. We go song right up. We go right in it. Don't. Name it, sing it. That's yeah. what it is. We deeply Name immersed it. in soul. Sing it. So committed. Love soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll never let it die. <laughs> Have no it. reason to buy a new CD. Name it. Sing it. That's deep right there. No, 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 no reason. No reason to no. buy a new one. Still no. playing albums. Dog. No. 
Blums. Uh, ain't Blums. downloaded nothing. <laughs> no. They got turntables, don't Yeah. <laughs> no. Wiki, wiki, wiki. 45s. Found the with one the little two. thing in the middle. With the little thing. With the little man. Mm-hmm. I just downloaded <laughs> Commodore, Commodore's Anthology. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Commodore's jam? It may sound funny, but I just can't stand the pain. I'm leaving you tomorrow. <laughs> Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can. And every damn thing. Sing it, Junior. You see, a big stole that I borrowed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What you know about that, Junior? Oh, I'm easy. Yo, the uh, Richie. My favorite Commodore song, though, Which is... One? Uh, Which one? Which one? I may be just a foolish oh, oh, dreamer. Yeah. Oh, Zoom, yeah. But, but I don't care. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I know my happiness is waiting for me. Somewhere, <laughs> I'm searching for that silver lining. Junior's lip sync. Horizons that I'll never see. Right. <laughs> gotta go. Oh, I wish the world we'll they call freedom. Coming up, something funny. Someday we come. <laughs> Coming up. You don't like the way I said that. I know you don't. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. Mr. Wiggins. <laughs> Mr. Wiggins. Guarantee you that's, it's Wiggins. <laughs> that right there. That's uh-huh. the prank. Mr. Wiggins. Come on, Renny. Hello? Hello, hi. My name is George I'm with Green Lawn Services. Uh, we came out and cut your yard yesterday, and uh, we're trying to make sure that uh, you liked everything thoroughly. The, we cut the front, the back. We also did your hedges, put some mulch in the flower beds, the weed eating in the whole nine yards. And we also left an invoice on your doorstep. Want to make sure you got that as well. Y'all the cut my yard? Man, I walked all around, man. It looked good, but I was trying to figure out who the hell cut it. Sir, yeah, we cut it as of yesterday. You were actually on our schedule, and... Um, we did everything thoroughly. We, I'm actually just calling as a follow-up. How the hell I get on your schedule, Doc? Sir, are you Mr. Malone at 50 Zimmerman? Hell no, man. I'm Wiggins from 50 Man, you cut the wrong house. That's next door, man. Yeah. So I guess you need to put your invoice on their door, partner. Sir, sir you, you're not Mr. Malone at 50 Zimmerman? Say, man, I just told you I'm 53 and I'm Mr. Wiggins. You done cut the wrong door. Y'all need to go to Mr. Longhouse and get your money because you ain't cut the You got the wrong house. No, sir. No, y'all coming over here trying to collect no money. Well, sir, hold on just a second here. You're saying we didn't. You done cut the wrong yard. Sir, I ain't on no schedule. I ain't tell you come over here and cut And you go over there and talk to Malone, get your so there's no way we can charge Mr. Malone if we haven't cut his yard. Now let's let's just. Well, then back. you need to take your over there and cut Mr. Malone's yard and put that invoice in his yard. You ain't cut shit, partner. And, and, and sir, I understand. Thing at this house. Sir, y'all listen. didn't up and cut the wrong yard. You go cut the right yard and get the right 
You ain't got here. You ain't getting this house. Okay, sir. I, I say this now. I, I didn't call no out of the cut cut over here. You go to that house and cut his right and get him the invoice. You ain't get here, partner. I understand that, sir. Listen, what I want to say is, uh, uh, we'll, we'll go over and we'll take care of Mr. Malone's yard. I understand that we've made a mistake, but I understand. I understood you say that you did like the services. So, wouldn't it be even right for you to actually? Go ahead and send the invoice in along with the check since you did like the services? Well, evidently, it seemed like your is retarded because didn't I just tell you you cut the wrong yard? I, you go over there and cut the right yard and get your money. You ain't got nothing but practice here. You done a good job. I understand that we cut the wrong yard, sir. I understand that. But you got the services and you like the services. I don't want to have to come out there and get the money from you. Well, come on if you're coming. Come on if you're coming. I got something for you. Come on over here and get your money. But you said you like... I wouldn't give a if I said the moon was green. You cut the wrong yard, you go get your money from the right. You ain't getting here. Sir, you... I got something for you. You come on I... over here and see what you get. Sir, I... Y'all done cut the wrong yard. You trying to get my money. You ain't getting here. Now you, you, you go get your from the right. You either right next door, go cut that... And leave that paper over there. I'm coming over there. You want me to start some? I start some. Ain't finna come around here and do no and be charging me no money now. Yeah, I got more heat than hell. Get money if you, you want to come get it. You got your yard cut and we deserve to get our money back. Now you that's the. to get your whoop. You come around here trying to get some money. Now I told you don't cut my yard. Now you and I'm gonna tell you don't make me whoop your behind this yard. You come on then. You come bring me. I will whoop your behind in the front yard that just got cut. You bring your mama and your pimp and you come try to get this money. I'm fixing on you. Don't you? I take. I got one more thing to tell you. Is you listening? It's, I don't want to hear sh- now. You come stand up some. Sh- now I'm, you cut the wrong. Yo, I've got you, one more thing to tell you. Is you listening, Mr. Wiggins? I'm listening. Look, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. <laughs> Hello? What? <laughs> I know good and well. <laughs> you I got- sit there listening to this every morning. And y'all got my... Look at him. Your boy Gary just pranked you, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Yeah, we laughing now, but I'm going to Gary. Let me ask you something, though, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> 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 what you think? He wasn't, he wasn't backing down. You didn't cut the wrong yard. That ain't got nothing to do with me. You go. You, you just cut this yard for free, partner. You ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with me. You're stupid. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell it to you again. Chicago, Illinois, here we come. The United Center, baby. Washington, D.C., here we come. Eagle Bank Arena and Atlanta, G.A. State 
Farm Arena, Chicago. You are on the 30th. DC, you are on the 1st. Atlanta, GA, you are on the 2nd. It's the New Year's Comedy Live Fest. Tickets available at all Ticketmaster outlets. Here is the lineup. Earthquake in the building. Eddie Griffin in the building. Cedric the Entertainer. D.L. Hughley, hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. Once again, Chi-Town, it is December the 30th. Watching D.C., January 1st, Atlanta, Georgia. January the 2nd, State Farm Arena. All Ticketmaster outlets, or you can go to the box office, get yourself some tickets. It's going to be a hell of a show. Tickets on sale right now. Yeah. Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message or just give a holiday greeting to your loved one, Call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Hey, good morning, Steve Harvey and the morning crew. This is Robin Moore for Baltimore, Maryland. Just wanted to wish you guys a happy, happy, safe, progressive new year. Thanks, Steve, for all that you do for everybody. Your words just embed a different uh, lifestyle. And, and meaning to people that you don't even know it touched their, their life. Praise the Lord. With Steve Harvin, to the family and show members, I just want to tell you, I do a great job. I love you. Bless you. Like to see y'all do many more skits and nights in 2022. God bless y'all. Fred Washington from Toulouse, Louisiana. Love y'all. Hi, Steve. This is Tina Chandler from Greensboro, North Carolina. Just want to wish you and your staff a happy, prosperous new year. I love you guys. I listen to you every morning. I like your prayers and your encouraging words. Keep doing what you're doing. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Time now for Ask the CLO. Uh, you ready, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey? Been ready. Okay, let's go. This one is from Serethia in Montgomery, Alabama. She says, uh, I'm a 52-year-old woman, and I'm in a situation with one of my dad's cousins. My dad was ca- has called this man his cousin all my life, but is one of those distant, down-the-line cousins. That's neither here nor there, because he and my dad are close. His cousin is a handyman, and he came to fix my washing machine three months ago and stayed for dinner, drinks, and sex. I really put it on him, and now he wants to be with me, and he doesn't care what my dad thinks. He said at 61, he's finally found love, and he's not letting me go. Should he tell my dad, or should I? Well, Hmm. now, first of all, let's talk about a couple things. (laughs) Because I ain't done this in a while, so excuse me for having this rich boy moment, but you say he came by the house to fix your washing machine. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the Maytag man still working? Making house calls. <laughs> I didn't even know that. And, and is it a Maytag? <laughs> she didn't say the brand. They not making not. no more Maytag. Oh, still so Maytag. y'all came by, fixed the washing machine, had dinner, drink, and some sex. You put it on him real good, your daddy's cousin. And now. Wait a minute now. Down what? the line, distant cousin. No, 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 no. I don't give a damn what you said. You're you gonna said. have to tell. No. <laughs> she said that's neither here nor there, but that's she gonna did. be right here yeah. when you go in there and tell your daddy. Now, it's her daddy's friend. Right. Now, she's 51. 
Her daddy probably in his 70s. Mm-hmm. Now, this little cousin boy 61. is like me and nephew Tommy, 10-year difference. Uh-huh. Little cousin boy that came over there and tapped his daughter. Uh-huh. It's going to be a situation in here, lady. <laughs> it's going to be a situation what? in here. Well, the cousin said he's finally found love. Don't forget this, CLO, and he's not letting her go. Okay. And he doesn't care what her dad thinks. All right. Go on in there and tell him. <laughs> Ain't nobody you told him. You don't get your ass. Just saying. Go on in there and tell him then. Dinner, drinks, Since he and don't sex. care. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, let's move on. Lexi in Detroit. <laughs> this, that relationship is going to be what it is. Yeah. Uh, Lexi in Detroit, Steve says, I'm a 28-year-old female, and I met a 32-year-old man at my new church. For our first and only date, I met him at a dance studio because he's into ballroom dancing. He had on a full leotard, and he flowed effortlessly around the dance floor with his lips pursed and his toes pointed. I wasn't as good as him, so he grabbed a male partner and kept dancing as I watched. That date was so different, and I was turned off. He asked me for a second date. Should I ask him if he's heterosexual before the next date? C-L-O. I don't Chloe. Come on, Chloe. <laughs> yeah, what you got? Come on, man. Want to be involved in this type of question <laughs> due to the climate we in these days. <laughs> so I have to be very careful how I answer this. So just let me go over what you said. Okay. If you on a date with a man whose lips is perched and they have on full leotards. Yeah, and when you ain't dancing as flowing and flee freely and your toes don't point as good as his point. And he well. grabs a man to finish dancing. <laughs> Should you go on another date? I ain't got to ask him nothing about sexuality. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that and get in no damn trouble. Mm-hmm. But you got on a full leotard set. You can dance. point your toes better than she can. Mm-hmm. That's because he's a dancer, dancer, though. Yeah, that's he's a dancer. That ain't, that ain't, I thought it was ballroom too, Tommy. Yeah. Toe pointing ain't in ballroom dancing. Leotards ain't in ballroom. Hello, you did that yourself. If you're in the dance studio. Nuh uh. Not for ballroom dancing. But that's acceptable dancing. Where's your tuxedo? Yeah. They're not. That's ballroom dancing. Yeah, but we, we're practicing with the stars every week, though. We ain't seen. I ain't yet. seen nobody. Nelly didn't have on full leotards. <laughs> but he's not a professional dancer. dancer. He's, he's a rapper. the star. He's yeah. the star on Dancing with the Star. Yeah, I think you're looking at this this a different way, Steve. We're I'm looking at really. it through a leotard, just same way you gave it to it. That's well, what we're looking at. I'm looking okay, at so it how you gave it to me in the letter. But a leotard is acceptable for a man or a woman if you're a dancer, though. Plenty of it's, men wear 
What? Just I never like Junior seen it. was saying, mm. Steve, but just like Junior, Junior was saying, ain't had dancing. on no leotard. Listen, nah. dancing with the stars. They're, when they dance, they do different types of dancing because they're professional dancers. So you just never they know what ballroom dance they. Ball room. Wait okay. a minute. When they rehearse, though, they rehearse. Hold up, y'all. Hold up, y'all. Just a CLO question. CLO, I knew you were going to say that. Say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> K your ass on down there. Go back on another day. Get it. <laughs> See how many more men he grab and finish up the dance with. Go on, get your ass down there. All right, we're moving on. Edgar with in his Fort Worth says, toes. says, I'm an older gentleman, and I've been in a relationship for 11 years. Would you pay attention? With a beautiful, feisty woman. I wanted to marry. Be quiet, Junior. I wanted to marry her years ago, but she doesn't believe in marriage. She's cheated on me twice years ago. I forgave her, but I didn't forget. I think she's interested in someone new again because she's been talking about getting a breast lift and eye lift and Botox. I'm more laid back, but she loves to run the streets and travel. Will she ever settle down, or do you think she's up to something? I don't know, dude, but I'm telling you, if you can't get where you want to go with her, if you go down to this dance studio, there's a dude down there with some leotards on, with some pointy toes, and when 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 the woman ain't acting right, he snatch men up and go dancing, and you might have your problem solved. Thank you, CLO. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jay is here, and it's time for Comedy Roulette. Take it away, Jay. Take four subjects, put them on the wheel, spun the wheel, where it stop, we do the damn thing. All right, that's how it. about that? Now, how, now, what do you got to say about that? What do you got to say, Steve? I didn't say anything. I'm just taking up time right now. What you asking for me to say something? All right, here we go. Something. Here go the subjects. Uh, things you say to talk your way out of a butt whipping. Mm-hmm. Your favorite lunchtime meal at school. Good one. Mm-hmm. Stuff you say to yourself when you're trying to lose weight. Ooh, <laughs> I've said some things. Okay. <laughs> uh, number four, things you say when you're lost. All right. Spun it. Yeah, Spun here it. we go. Spin the wheel. I like it, Jay. Let's go, let's go. Let's go, come on. Lost. Lose weight, That's lose weight. Girl, I'll be talking to myself. Oh. Uh. What is it, what is it? Things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to hear this. Yeah, let's go, yes. Jay. I'll go first. I'll uh, go first. Yeah. The classic. The very classic. This is the classic. I ain't going to do it no more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come on, Junior. <laughs> okay. Here's one I used a lot. It wasn't just me. All of us was doing it. <laughs> Tolo, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Snitch. Truth be told, mama. Truth be told, daddy the one broke the doggone plate. <laughs> daddy the one, it ain't had nothing to do with me. He told me don't say nothing to you. You got a double butt <laughs> Come on, Steve. I was not ever even in there. <laughs> we. I oh, was. This, <laughs> this the one gonna get you a real bad butt whooping. Uh-huh. If you beat me, I'm gonna tell grandma. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping, Junior. Go, Mama. I don't. I don't really want to tell you this right now, but I feel a crisis starting. <laughs> junior, it worked. <laughs> he said it worked. <laughs> Come on, now. That's terrible. Dad, the hospital just is healthy. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> 
I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't. Uh-huh. But your car already had a dent on it. It did. <laughs> I ain't had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Things you say to talk your way out of the butt with it, Steve. Would, would you want me to beat you? <laughs> huh? Playing those guilt strings. Mama, yeah. mama, would you want me to beat you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. Come on, Jay. <laughs> Please don't beat me because the last time you beat me, I had real bad nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have some more. <laughs> Stay tuned. Junior. <laughs> Come on, Junior. <laughs> Things you say to keep him getting the butt whooping. Uh-huh. Mama, Daddy having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> you going in. That flipped the script, didn't it? That'll stop. Uh-huh. I'll stop right away. Yeah. <laughs> Mama, look me in my eyes before you whoop me and just tell me, what would Jesus do? <laughs> what would Jesus do, Mama? What would he do? We Christians, Mama. We Christians. <laughs> we Christians. Come on, Steve. I thought y'all loved me. <laughs> oh, you dramatic. Wow. <laughs> All these method actors. Okay. I, love. I know you're going to beat me, but before you beat me, could I just have a hug? <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> Things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. These are some good ones, boy. Wait, 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 wait. wait you, you said if I made all A's, you would leave me alone. <laughs> you made all A's? You made all A's? You, you feel like if you did good in school, you wouldn't get whooped. Uh-huh. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> so, Mama, what this about? This really about them telling me. I'm really not your son. Is that, <laughs> what <you're doing? laughs> is that what this is? Oh, that's below the belt. <laughs> Things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping scene. I thought you was my mama. Boy, I'm finna tear your butt up. <laughs> Let's pray first, mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one right there. With Call that on one. It. Oh, Call on it. Call on it. That's it right there. <laughs> oh, here you go. I think you just mad because daddy lost his job and you taking it out on me. <laughs> oh, that's another one. That's two. Oh, you really finna get your ass beat. All right. <laughs> your opinion. <laughs> Things you say to keep him getting the butt with Come on, Junior. Wait, wait, mama, wait a minute. What about your arthritis, though? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, Tommy, come on. <laughs> Things you say you, to tuck your way out of a butt whooping. Before what? you do this right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Mom, I got a baby on the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How old are you? <laughs> That's a good time. Oh, yeah. I got a baby oh, yeah. on the way. <laughs> I'm nine. I got a baby on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. <laughs> Close it out, Steve. <laughs> Have we not learned anything from slavery? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
just think about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. <laughs> You're a mess. Uh, All right, Jay. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to go into a place that you may have never gone before. A place that gets dark, a place that has corners and crevices and places where people really should not belong. We are going deep into the mind of J. Anthony Brown. All right, first of all, now it's time for Murders the Hits. Now, this segment is called Murders the Hits, okay? Do not compare it to the original hit because this is being murdered. Listen to the message. That's what this is about. Hit it. Mm. For you right there, man. <laughs> I love it, Jay. Oh, that was good. That was good, Jay. Very good. Oh, I love it, Jay. Thank you. Taking that new vaccine. Taking that new vaccine. Taking that new vaccine. Hey, so we doing we doing new songs. Hey, I was on a doobie when I was trying to sing that damn song. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I gotta ask you the That's same crazy. question I asked the nephew. How do you come uh-huh. up with this stuff? Hey, the brilliance is of the show is on this side of the room, okay? Just so Hello. y'all know that. The come brilliance on over here. of this show is on this side. If you want to be brilliant, come on over here. That's what oh, it look is. Look at the time. We got to go. Uh, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, uh, right now with this hour's comedy segment is J. Anthony Brown. What is this J. stuff you did when no one was it's looking? It's stuff we all do uh-huh. when nobody's looking. Okay. We're a whole different person when nobody's looking. Oh, yeah. This is stuff we yeah. do. All right, here's one. Okay. You ever get the wrong mail? You know it's the wrong mail. 
but you open it anyway. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's what neighbor got a check. Yes. God. <laughs> Just where he work at? He make this much money. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I'm, it yeah, came to my man. house. I'm opening it, right? Okay. <laughs> you ever look at somebody's phone so you can guess their passcode? Anybody? Anybody? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, nah, no. I've never. Done. I ain't never did that. No, I ain't women. Not. The women's are saying no. No, <laughs> Shirley too. I don't need to look at the phone. Y'all know y'all man Cole. Oh no. Yeah, he gave it. To oh me. yeah, Tommy. I don't know mine. Ooh. Oh, know oh Tommy, Tommy. Oh, dog, Tommy. My kids know mine. Wow. Ooh, y'all. Y'all are together. Yeah, I That's, don't know mine. I have never been that together. Hold on, they, they do. Dog, my yeah, kids. My Dad, I'm you trying to do something. Yeah. Mm-mm, I don't yeah, know mine. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Hey, dog. Here, all, everybody in my family know my parents' code. Wow, you're mm. so open. Wow. Nah, that, never that, that's just like that. with this marriage. You're so honest. <laughs> Say, what's this? That's just, that's with this marriage. <laughs> that's just a recent. This is a remix. You didn't have it on okay. the first one. You're so transparent. No, <laughs> that mm. second marriage right there, let me tell you. If you pick uh-huh. this phone up, man, it was like. Uh, listening to a tape on Mission Impossible. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as you touch my phone, it just starts smoking. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, ah, okay, that's... These are things I... we do when nobody's looking. Here's one, here's one. On. All right, this is your own house, but you drink juice straight out the bottle. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. oh, yeah I just did that the other day. Out the kids' juice, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, y'all wrong for this, man. You can't yeah. drink after kids. I no. can see if it's the end, if it's the end of the container, then I can. No, see no, it. no, it was no. it was fresh. No. Yeah, just opened it. I went oh, and took okay. me. I took a swallow. Yeah. Hell, I bought it. Yeah, before. <laughs> That's yeah, the way I look at it, Steve. Kids. I bought it. Yeah. I can drink out of germ factories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another one. Stuff we do when nobody's looking. You ever go to somebody's house and look in their medicine cabinet? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Wrong with you. Yes, I've done that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I quit dating a girl because of that. Yeah. Oh, you saw something in there? Well, if you got three oh, bottles and I can't pronounce now one of them, I'll probably need to get the hell out of here. Because obviously you have something that I ain't really found a cure for. Because if it don't oh, say penicillin. Three bottles of something with long names on it. I and got I to can't go. pronounce them. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Moxicillin. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Adderall. No wonder she can't keep still. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all wrong for that. <laughs> if you look at that medicine cabinet, yeah, and you see a tube of anything, I'm out yeah. of here. Any kind of ointment, Jay. Any, any kind of ointment, I got to go. Any kind of ointment, oh, that ain't gonna be good right there. And the and the label ain't on it. Oh mm, uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah. Oh, they took it out. If it ended T I O N. If I see if I see gauze in there, any any type of gauze, wrapping gauze, yeah, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. This one, this one might be kind of weird. Okay. Okay. What? You just got some good news. Mm-hmm. You go to the elevator. You're in there by yourself. The doors closed. You do a happy dance by your damn self. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Shirley do that all the time. She be twerking. <laughs> no, Shirley. Will Girl, bust you be twerking. 
Okay, move Shirley, on. You can bust up with, with a twerk? Shirley? You know, she always did. You're not Shirley, dude. Just having fun. Whoa, whoa. I mean, Shirley twerk? You said what's twerking. What's harmless twerk? Twerks don't hurt anyone. All right, last but not least. <laughs> Come on. But you ever scratch yourself it. real good when ain't nobody looking? I mean, get up in there. I mean, <laughs> all <laughs> the way up in there. <laughs> You're the only one, Jay. I mean, head yeah. back. Jay, <laughs> and, then, and then look over there and somebody been looking. <laughs> God, God. All right, up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, her old man is taking care of my family. What? Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, mm. but right now, <laughs> yeah, wait till you hear this one. Right now, though, the nephew is here in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Raymond <gasps> in the closet. My Steve's man. all-time Classy. favorite right there. Yeah, my man. <laughs> Raymond. Classy. Classy. Greatest Classy. in the damn closet. prank. <laughs> <laughs> That's your, your goat? Uh, you go, you go mess around, get your monkey ass killed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. Hey, who there? Can you hear me? Yeah, Bella, who's there? This Raymond. Man, speak up, I can't hear you. Who? This is Raymond. Man, speak up, I can't hear you. Who is this? Raymond. 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 Veranda is my sister. Veranda, brother. Yes. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? Somebody done broke in the house. They in the house right now. I'm in the Hold gun. on, hold on, hold on. Man, I damn, I barely can hear What you saying? Somebody done what? Somebody done broke in a house. Well, why the hell are you whispering? Because they in the house right now. I'm scared. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke in the house and they still in there? Somebody done broke in the house. I'm in the house now. I'm, hold on, Wait a minute, you saying somebody done broke into your damn house and they still in there? Yes. What the f- you doing sitting up in there? Why you ain't call the police? I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet and I'm trying to get somebody to... Hold on, hold I, on. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Man, you saying somebody in the f- house, in, 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 in your damn house right now? I don't know what to do. Oh, this f- up. Okay, where, where you live at? Where you live at? I'm on 36th Street. Cause I'm at 32 and a half. You know what? Hold on. I'm finna call the laws. Wait, 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 wait. Man, you know what? What? Wait a minute. Don't call the police. You send your in a house. Somebody finna send up here finna kill you, and you talking about you don't want them arrested? We got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't call nobody. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Now you saying? Hold on. You saying don't call the damn laws? You have some what in the house? Don't call. Because we, we got it. I got illegals in the house. Don't do it. Man, what the <sighs> you got in the house? <laughs> Man, you know what? This is bad, Doc. You know what? You send your ass up in there. That's probably why they in that house. Now, you done set your ass up in the house. That's who in there now. That's, uh, I guarantee you that. What you, what you got in there? I can't. I can't say it. I can't say it. I just want you to help me. You know what, man? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you the best thing to do. Even though the people in your house right now, you need to just let me call the 
Man, you need to let me call the damn law. Because I'm going to tell you right now. You can get your don't, much ass don't, don't, don't do that. Don't call. Don't call. I'm gonna, but you know what, man? Don't I'm going to tell you that. I'm not going to go after You don't stay down there. I'm going to tell you now. I get called the law. Don't call. I get called the law. Hold on. I can get my wife to call right now. Don't call the police. Don't call them. Because it's too much illegal stuff in there. Don't do don't it. Down please. Don't do it. Don't call the police. Man, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Honestly, I can't do a thing because I ain't going to go down there. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I can't. This fool's going to be telling me don't even call the damn law. You know what, man? Look at here, Doc. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm go, I, I ain't going to go down there. I'm going to tell you right down now. You know what? Now, first thing I'm going to tell you now. Now, I ain't going to take my down there. First of all, they may be tapping my damn line. And I ain't got to do with this. You're going to get they your shit on your own. Doc, don't. listen. Man, look. They don't, they don't. I can call 911. Hold on. Baby, look, go ahead and call them. Because you know what? You finna get your kid out now. They don't know who you are. I just I need bet, you. Man, you know what? And I ain't finna stay on the phone with your so they can find out. Because you know wait, what? Wait, no offense, no Doc. Listen, wait. I call a lot. I ain't getting in that. I ain't, man, you must be a damn fool. I ain't finna get in that one. So I'm going to tell you what you can do. Doc, I call a law. I'm finna have my wife right now. You know what? You may not like it now, but you appreciate me later. Because you know what? You finna get your monkey ass. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just whisper. I think they outside. I think they outside. Man, you know what? This is some crazy <laughs> Doc, you done set your <laughs> up. Don't say nothing. I'm going to call your sister <laughs> for one. Don't get no sick. She's sitting up there talking about not calling the damn law. Damn fool. You better keep your <laughs> monkey ass in that closet. I'm going to tell you right now, you're a damn fool. You walk out because I'm going to tell you now, they sure going to kill your stupid <laughs> Man, you know what? I ain't going to lie to you, man. The only thing I can tell you a damn I can call the law. You finna go down. And I'ma tell you now, I ain't going down with I don't know why you really even call me unless you want some help. Cause I'ma tell you right now, I ain't finna jeopardize myself nor my damn family over your around here. Only thing I could do, I could help you out in one way. I can call the law. Now my wife got a cell phone. What you want me to do? Will you come get me? You must be a damn fool. I'm not hell no, I ain't going down. I ain't going. You know what, man? Look, look, I can't get in that and my wife and I already called the police. I'm going to tell you right now, they finna come. Can you, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Shut your damn mouth. Shut up. Shut up. Can you shut your damn mouth right now? Can you hear me? Shut up. They don't know in the house. That's why they don't shoot the shit out of him. Don't peek out that damn door. Can I say something? Man, you need to shut your damn mouth. Call this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? You just got pranked by Man, your boy y'all Wendell. You just got m- you, you just me? got pranked. Why y'all some dirty? <laughs> <laughs> I know damn well, man. Dog, you just got pranked by your boy Wendell, man. You- <laughs> I'm sweating like hell sitting up in this damn house with drawers, old man. And you sit up here, want to play with... Man, look at here, boy. I'm sweating like hell. You, why are you sweating? You was finna die because I damn sure no one's finna come down to the house. That's for sure. I know you weren't coming to I the house. Com- I, look I, at, to I heard it in your voice. I said, okay, you know what? He ain't coming to get me. Man, I'm sitting up in here right now, man. I might need to take off from work, boy. I'm playing like hell sitting up in here, Doc. Hey, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? 
can't be nobody but the Steve Harvey's morning show with <laughs> none other than nephew Tommy with his crazy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you talking about Veronda, brother? Yeah. <laughs> That's just so huh? black. That's wait so a minute, black. I love wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. They where? Yeah, <laughs> come on, come on, man. You lie. <laughs> shh, shh, shut your damn mouth. Shut. You gonna, you gonna get your monkey ass killed. <laughs> all right, now, all right, listen to me. What you want me to do? I can call the law, but that's all I can do. I ain't coming down there. Oh, I ain't coming down there. I ain't got nothing to do with this here. I can call the law. What you want me to do? Uh-huh. What? Verily. Verinda. Huh? What you want me to do? I just don't know how you come up with them, Tommy. I really don't. The left side. Shirley, let me explain something to you. A lot of people use the right side of their brain. Yeah. I use the left side <laughs> the majority of the time. Okay? okay. And that's where all the creative stuff is. It's on the left. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know how to go there and use that side. Uh-huh. Some people are just stuck on the right. And then, you know, I just happen to be blessed like that. Oh. Well, thank you for breaking Everything that down. You do is in, the, in your brain to the left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say, Team Tommy? What did you say? Everything. Everything he does is in his brain to the left. That's what I'm saying. All right. Thank you, left brained people. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter will get into its subject. Uh, her old man is taking care of my family right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, sex, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Let's go. Let's buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Dear Stephen Shirley, The subject, her old man is taking care of my family. (laughs) I jumped ahead of myself, excited to get into this one. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have two children with my high school sweetheart. Uh, We both come from seriously dysfunctional families, and we were all uh, each other had. Shortly after we graduated, I got incarcerated for 18 months on a drug possession charge. During this time, my kid's mother met an older guy, and he began to take care of her and my kids. He bought her a new car and moved her and the kids into an upscale apartment. I'm not a fool, so... I know there was give and take in this situation, but I was locked up, so what could I say? I've been out of jail for about nine months, and he has continued to cover all of my family's expenses. I talked to my girl about the older guy, and she says she has no problem with me staying with her and and getting my life back on track. But here's the big problem. I can't take the disappearance of my girl once or twice a week. I know where she's going. But he, but we never talk about it and feel, uh, I feel more and more emasculated uh, each time she disappears. I have a decent job, but it's not the type of job that will keep her in the lifestyle she's accustomed to. The only way I know how to do that would be to go back to doing what got me sent to jail years ago. My girl told me that she hopes I can step up to the plate and take care of my family so she can let the guy go and we can be a family again. I appreciate this guy for holding it down while 
while I was gone, but she needs to let him go now and adjust her lifestyle a little bit. <laughs> but... Uh, a little bit. I have thought about leaving while I still have some pride and dignity, but I, uh, I couldn't stand leaving my children again. Is it too much to ask for her to move to a less expensive apartment so we can build a new life together? She says she loves me more than anything, but I'm not so sure. What should I do? Please advise. Well, if she loved you more than anything, it uh, seems like she would be with you and she would have already left this older guy. Uh, and, and if you love her like you say you do, you have to take that chance. you got to take that risk um, and ask her, you know, what does she want to do? Or will she come back to you and move to a, a lesser lifestyle? You know, sometimes when you get introduced to, to, to different things and newer things, you get accustomed to it and you don't want to leave that situation. But, you know, you can take the risk and ask her, uh, please don't go back to doing what you used to do to make money. You already know the end of that movie, okay? You know that drugs is not the way to go. I do hope you get yourself together. I really do. You sound like a decent guy. Um, you know, however, you moving in with her, knowing the circumstances, you know, is there a time limit? Are you, are, do, have you made a plan? You know, I'm going to stay with you for a couple of months until I get myself together. Then I'm going to get my own and I want you and the kids to come back to me. That seems how it should work out. You know, and then you won't have to sit there and watch her go back and forth to this man and, and all of that. Uh, so that's my advice to you. Save your money. Get yourself together. Get out of there with her where you can see what's going on and ask her if she wants to come back. Do you really still want her back? If you love her, then that's what you're going to have to do. I don't think you should, uh, you know, leave your kids and all of that. But get your own stuff, your own self stuff, and, and uh, you know, get your own house so you can be with her and be with your family if that's still what she wants to do. But even if she doesn't come with you, you'll have your own place where your kids can come. Steve? Oh, this is a pretty sad letter because this is a young brother that wrote this letter. And, you know, I could have a ton of jokes for this, but let me try to help you, little soldier. Let me, let me try to just give you what I think. Uh, you got two kids, which is uh, your ultimate responsibility, which a high school sweetheart. Uh, you both came from uh, seriously uh, dysfunctional families, you say. And so uh, that's pretty much explains what we're going to hear in this letter, you say. Uh, shortly after y'all graduated, uh, you got incarcerated for 18 months for drug possession. Then while you were away, your baby mama met an older man and he began taking care of her and my kids. Well, the kids, he, her and the kids, they put y'all in an upscale apartment. You know, then you say, I ain't no fool, so I know there was some give and take in this situation. But I was locked up, so what could I say? Now, you've been out of jail now for nine months, and he has continued to cover all of my family's expenses. You just said a little bit earlier, you know there's some give and take in this relationship. He's continuing to take care of all your family's expenses. I talked to my girl about the older guy. She says she ain't got no problem with me staying with her getting my life back on track, which is exactly what she didn't had to tell this man, that my baby's father got out of jail and I need to help him so he can get his life on track. Now, the older guy, young man, then went along with this because 
she got to come over there a couple of times a week. And that's all it was. It's, they had a little arrangement going. So as long as she keep coming over two times a week, this ain't going to be no problem for her. For, I mean, for him. So you talk to my girl. She said she ain't got no problem with you staying with her. But here's the big problem. I can't take the disappearance of my girl once or twice a week. I know where she's going, but we never talk about it, and I feel more and more emasculated each time she disappears. Yes, you do, and yes, you should, and we come back. I'm going to tell you what I think. All right, we're going to have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, her, her old man is taking care of my family. Uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, her old man is taking care of my family. Here's the deal. Without the jokes, here's a young man that was a high school sweetheart that had two kids. Shortly after they graduated, he got arrested on drug uh, possession. He served 18 months. While he was away, his girl started dating this older man. He moved her and them two kids into an upscale apartment. And when he got out, he wanted to get his life back together. So he thinking he had some. She said, I don't mind you staying here while you get your life together. Sound to me like... You know, get yourself together and then get your stuff and get out. I don't know. I'm just saying. She don't mind you coming over to get your life together. But you know there's a give and take. This man paying all these bills, taking care of these kids. She disappears twice a week. Now, when she disappears, young man, this throws you into something. And you say you feel more and more emasculated. Now, that's a pretty good word for somebody that's been locked up for 18 months. So you've obviously taken some time. and you, You're pretty articulate guy the way you even put this letter together. So I got a decent job, but it's not the type that will keep her in the lifestyle she's accustomed to. Now, the only way that you know how to do that, you say, is go back to the thing that got you locked up. Okay, now let's be for real now, partner. Being locked up, there's nothing in your house worth getting locked up for unless somebody try to do bodily harm to your wife and kids. This ain't your wife, and these are your kids. Now, if you protect your kid's life, that's one thing. But you want to buy them some stuff? So you're going to go back to prison because of that? Oh, no, sir. Oh, no, sir. Oh, no. Oh, no, we're not going to do that no more. You know, sometimes when you get when you get locked up, sometimes when you lose stuff, like your freedom or everything you own. Sometimes it's God trying to get our attention to let us see something. And you might be getting the attention of what you see. Maybe your girl is a little bit tricky now. Look, she disappeared twice a week, but then, you know, she told you that she hoped you could step up to the plate and take care of my family so she can let the guy go. What? So in other words, until you can prove to be Mo, she ain't letting this other guy go. Hold up, man. What kind of chick is this now? And we can be a family again. Whoa, wait a minute. But until then, I'm going to keep sleeping with this dude over here. You don't need to say nothing because he taking care of business that you couldn't. Now, you said, I appreciated this guy for holding it down while I was gone. No, you didn't. Stop saying that. You didn't. That's a nice manly thing to say, but you don't appreciate that because you wish you was here doing it yourself. Now, he got a little bit more money than you. Now, your family over there. And now, uh, you say you appreciate him holding it down, but she needs to let him go now and adjust her lifestyle a little bit. 
I have thought about leaving, you know, while I still have some pride and dignity, but I couldn't stand leaving my children again. It's too much to ask of her to move. Is it too much to ask her to lose an expensive apartment so we could build a new life together? She says she loves me more than anything. Well, uh, you can find that out. All you got to do is say, baby, I got the money for a lesser apartment. I want my family together. I don't want you to have to try to service this debt with this older guy. I don't want you to have to pay for your rent with your body. So I think we ought to just, I got us a place we can all be in here. It's going to be a little bit tight. And you find out right away if she loved you or she loved the arrangement she got. Does she love you or she loved the lifestyle she got? And I ain't really saying nothing bad against this little girl. She got put in a tough position when you got sent away for 18 months. But now you're back and you want some things to go back to where they were. But sometimes they're not meant to go back to where they were, young man. And that's oftentimes what we have to learn in life. The things we want may not be what's in the plan, in the master plan. So you got to kind of be open to that because maybe you're finding out some things. If it ain't this dude right here, partner, it could be somebody else. Mm. Now, I'm not going to do what women do and say that once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm not going to say that. I'm saying, but you got to at least find out if she's willing to cut some of this go if she loves you more than anything and wants y'all to work together as a family or she going to keep servicing this debt because that's what she's doing. And that puts hmm. you in a bad position. And your dog going to write it emasculates you. Every time you look out the door, you know your girl going somewhere twice a week, staying out all times of night, and you at the house with these kids. You know where she at, but y'all don't say nothing about it. Uh, I don't want you to get frustrated and then wind up doing something stupid. So before you do that, I know you think if you walk away that it's just going to push her into his arms, but she's already in his arms. So you really not pushing her nowhere. You just moving out so you can get yourself together. And I think you need to focus on that. Keep taking care of your kids. Don't ever stop taking care of your children. That's our responsibility as men. Whether we're in love with the girl or not anymore has nothing to do with our responsibility as men and fathers. You have a main obligation to take care of your children. If you do that, then you're being a man. There's nothing that says you have to stay with her. Try to work through it and work it out. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But you do have to take care of them kids. That's not an option or an excuse. So take care of the kids and then uh, ask her if she's ready to make this thing a family. You know, everybody make mistakes and give her a chance to let you know where she stands on it. That's my suggestion. Hi, Steve. That's right. You can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So here's the question, the office topic of the day. What have you given up for love. What office right? is this? What office is doing this? <laughs> it's, uh, pretend like it's yeah. our asked, office. Who asked this these morning? questions? Okay. Nobody asked this question. Nobody asked these questions at no job. Yeah, why are you guys so touchy? Is it, well, this you, a well, hard question? Y'all gonna answer Ain't first. Ain't that hard for me? No, we're, we're asking you guys what it is. A- what have you then. given up for love? I ain't yeah, gave up nothing. You. I ain't gave up nothing. I lost. <laughs> it's a difference. Uh-oh. I didn't give up nothing. I lost. How about, how about we change it to 
what was taken away from you for love. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Tooken? Yeah. 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 Tooken. Yeah. Tooken. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. Tooken. Most Tooken. everything I've ever done for love was I lost. I lost my ability right, so to go where I wanted to go. I lost my yeah, ability to think for my damn self. I lost my ability to eat what I want to eat, yeah. where I want to eat. Yeah. I lost yeah. my ability to call who the hell I want to call. Man. Yeah. I lost Come my on. ability. Okay, so you lost Ooh. your freedom. You I gave up your freedom. I lost my ability to have multiple <laughs> people's phone numbers. I lost my ability to lay my phone around. I lost. Mm-hmm. But you're not uh, bitter about it because you certainly don't sound man. like that right well, now. Well, now it's a different <laughs> love I have. But in the past, those loves uh-huh. were lost. I lost. Oh, oh, so uh, the fact of being right. I ain't been right in 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> you what? <laughs> being right. Oh, oh, right. Oh, no. Oh, no, we, we had to get that up immediately. So you gave you gave up that. Oh, Okay, Tommy. Like Tommy, what have you given up? I ain't gave up nothing. Well, I'm supposed to stop you doing what I was doing. You haven't given up anything. I'm supposed to stop doing what I was doing. What it was? What is wrong? What? What? <laughs> you ain't stopped nothing. Yes, you're supposed you to stop what you're doing for love, Tommy. Yes, yeah. you are. I, gave up reasoning. I, I reason. I, I just. I, I reason. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. I. I, I what mm. I'm supposed to give up? I tell you what, I gave up. I, I, I want to hear what you gave up. What me? On, Jay. Peace yes, Jay. Of damn mind. Peace of mind. <laughs> gave it up. Pulling up, knowing that. What are you saying? When I go in that damn door, peace of mind is gone. It <laughs> no longer exists. The minute I come in the house, it starts. Peace of damn mind. All right. <laughs> Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, here's a question for you. Do you have a hiding place in your home to just have a few minutes alone? You know, I mean, everybody should have some place, some little getaway place that they can have some me time. For instance, some women like to have what they call a she shed or a small room that they can read in or just chill in. I, I You know what? I love the bathroom. Men usually go into the garage or, or their man cave or the basement or someplace. Uh, do you take an extended break in your home? hiding place do you do it every day is the question or uh, does your family know not to disturb you when you're in your favorite room or your hiding place uh come on steve i know you take time for yourself yeah i do always done that yeah Yeah. i go i go to san diego (laughs) you leave the house yeah get the (laughs) hell out can't follow me down there (laughs) damn grandkids know how to use the elevator and everything i'll be damned i'm going to san diego It's beautiful there. <laughs> I don't care if it is. It's just they not there. Shirley, <laughs> you got one? Yeah, I love. I, I will be in my bathroom for hours. Okay. Hours. Hours in the bathroom. In the bath because I have a TV in there, and you know I do my makeup. You know, yeah. I, I don't mean the the water. You don't. Closet, you don't mean the toilet. No, no, no. Uh, no I don't I mean that. Most of my time. I spend most of my, time. Most no, of my no, no. time in the bathroom. No, 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 not there. I just <laughs> mean the in the outer part. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a separate yeah. little With room. With the bad, I got my TV right in front of the toilet and a computer. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. Now, that's how you go. Yeah. From now on, yeah. that's how you I go. I don't miss nothing because when I'm watching a game, I just get up and go on in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's on the yeah. wall right in front of you. That's yeah. fly. That's oh. fly. I ain't done that one. Up a little high where you can keep your head up. You don't want to look evil. <laughs> keep, keep your head up. Your digestive tract is more open. Uh, <laughs> wow. Just slightly uh, above our level. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Tommy? I'm in my theater. Oh, uh-huh. I can get away from it. Oh, did you hear that rich ass yeah, statement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you hear that, nice, Junior? Nice. Nice. Now, you nice said a rich ass statement, and I ain't saying nothing. You nice. said my kids on, my grandbaby's on the elevator. I ain't saying nothing about your elevator in your house. See, I, didn't I ain't say even paid that no attention. I you know, know you I was did. saying I was going to, because uh, I can't go up or down. Ego. Go ahead, T. You got a theater. More rooms in this show, too. I thought I had it limited. Okay. All right, well. How y'all bypass his elevator on my theater? Hey, Junior. Huh? Which one of your rooms in your house is your theater? Yeah, let's hear from the poet. Oh, oh, I had none. <laughs> a theater? What I had to do is take some some um, drapes and put them on the side of the TV <laughs> and make my ass a theater. <laughs> With the remote. When I'm promoting that, that if I'm going to make a theater. Hold on, y'all. Come out the kitchen. The drapes going to catch you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to make a theater. I know. <laughs> That boy, that Paul, boy, that chateau must be nice. I ain't been yeah, yet, though. Yeah, me, I go to my theater. <sighs> what? It's, it's yeah. Early. It, 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 never mind. The, the what? The, 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 the chateau the, 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 is Nothing. I can't say nothing. How many seats in the theater, I'm not telling you. so many, they can't find him in there, Joe. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> Where's daddy at in this here theater, girl? Go down front. See if he down there. I said, go down to the theater. I better take my head down to AMC. Go look in the balcony. See if he up there. <laughs> daddy! Uh, uh, Man, don't You asked me where I go to get away. That's all I said. Man. <sighs> Well, the Lord is still blessing He's blessing you, yes, man. I didn't yes, even yes, know you yes, had yes. a theater, Tom. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting up here talking to you like you ain't had one. I got to change how I talk to you. How, how were you talking to him at first? Like he ain't had no theater. Uh-huh. Now he got a theater. I got to change how I talk to him. Man, Mr. Nephew now. <laughs> hey, Mr. Nephew, what time you go down to the theater? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, Steve, in case you don't make it to San Diego, what, what room in your home do you go to? Where do you go uh, in your house? I go all the way down to the basement. Uh-huh. What's down there, though? Down there, just a little man cave I got. Oh, oh okay. All right, Big Steve. Uh, cool. yeah. All right, coming up, uh, more of today's cool. trending yeah. stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And uh, we'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. Wow. We'll be in the theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message or just give a holiday greeting to your loved one, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? What up, Steve? And the good morning show. It's Anthony calling from Hilltown, Lord Memphis. Wishing a happy new year to you and the family and everybody else on Good Morning Show. Also, my wife and everybody else. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Um, This is Alice Bell calling from Rona Rapids, North Carolina. I just want to wish you and your family happy holidays. I love your morning show. It, it, it's so funny, especially nephew time. Y'all, y'all be encouraging people. I love y'all show. I hear it every morning. So keep up the good work. Love you, Steve. Hi, Steve. This is Tabitha Johnson-Peeler from Morganton, North Carolina. 
You guys are a great inspiration to me as I drive every morning into work at Baxter's. I want to say Happy New Year's to everybody. And Tracy Jerome Peeler, you're almost home, baby. There's so much that God has in store for us coming up. Thank you, and God bless you guys. Greetings from the beautiful islands of the U.S. Virgin Islands, the island of St. John. I greet you, Mr. Steve Harvey, and all the Harvey family, as well as your family, your radio family, all your families, your work family, every family. For it is important to celebrate families, and families are the foundation of our society. So let's support families. Thank you so much for your support. And I do have a blessed day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to go into a place (laughs) that you may have never gone before. A place that gets dark. A place that has corners and crevices and places where people really should not belong. We are going deep into the mind of J. Anthony Brown. All right. First of all. Now it's time for Murders the Hits. Now, this segment is called Murders the Hits, okay? Do not compare it to the original hit because this is being murdered. Listen to the message. That's what this is about. Hit it. Mm. For you right there, man. <laughs> I love it, Jay. Oh, good. That was good, Jay. Very good. Oh, I love it, Jay. Uh, taking that new vaccine. Taking that new vaccine. Doobie Brothers. Hey, so we doing we doing new songs. Hey, I was on a doobie when I was trying to sing that damn song. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I gotta ask you the That's same crazy. question I asked the nephew. How do you come uh-huh. up with this stuff? Hey, the brilliance is of the show is on this side of the room, okay? Just so Hello. y'all know that. The come brilliance on over here. of this show is on this side. If you want to be brilliant, come on over here. That's where oh, it look is. Look at the time. We gotta go. Uh, coming up, our last break of the day. We'll be back at 49 right. minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Time for your closing remarks. Shirley sent me something, and it got me to thinking. Uh, I'm going to share with you what she sent me, but I'm going to paraphrase it so it's more of how I talk because sometimes I get a little stumbled up and it doesn't sound like me if I try to share directly with somebody what somebody sent me. So I just want to talk to you about it. I want to just talk to you about this life of abundance that we are all qualified for. I want to talk to you about the life of abundance that God really wants all of us to enjoy. If you're a righteous person, God will give you a life of abundance. I didn't say if you were a saved person, if you were a member of this denomination, if you go to this church, if this is your pastor, if this is your faith. I'm telling you that God has a life of abundance for you if you put your trust and your faith in him. I'm I'm just telling you, and you have to understand that God has equipped you to have this life of abundance. All of you have a gift that was given to you by God at birth. Everyone has one. Now, you may not know what it is, but you have it. But because you've been so bent, so determined to do something to please somebody else, your mother wants you to go to school and get a degree in this. Well, I told him I was going to come down here and get a degree in that, so now I'm going to go get a degree in that. Well, my father went to the Army, so I'm going to the Army. You know, there's nothing wrong with the Army. There's nothing wrong with going to the Army. But if that ain't really what you were created for, you finna waste a lot of time, man. You really, really are. Because God really did equip you for a life of abundance. When he created you, he had a mission in mind for you. He had a mission in mind for me. He gave you a gift. Your gift is a thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. If you identify that gift, there's your greatest chance. Now, here's the deal. When he prepared you for this life of abundance, and he gave you everything you needed to put on every day and go out and make your dreams and your life come true, if you put if you become passionate about your gift, you can be on your way to making your life happening and your dreams come true. He gives you everything you need to wear to go out and fight it. But what we do is we suit up. We suit up. And we settle in. Well, I got this job now. Well, I don't know. I'm four years away from getting this another degree. I might as well go here. Well, I got a promotion now. I might as well stay on here. Well, I just already started investing in my 401k. So you suit up, but you settle in. And then, you know what you do? What we often do, and I did it myself for a while, we resign ourselves to living a mediocre life because we won't suit up and go out here and do what God wants us to do. So here's what I'm saying to you. If God didn't gave you all the scuba gear equipment you need, he done gave you the air tanks, the mask, the flippers, the nozzles, the hoses, 
or air supply. Don't put all this stuff up on and then head to the bathtub. What you doing? You settling in. Head out to the ocean. Get out in that ocean of opportunity. Get out there in some of that deep water. Go out there where God has equipped you to go. He done suited you up. He gave you everything you need. But we want to go get in the bathtub where it's safe. Look, man, all of you have the gear to win, the gear to have an abundant life, the gear to be prosperous, the gear to be happy. You have the gear. You got to get out, you got to get out that bathtub and go out there in that ocean, out in that deep water, because out in the ocean is the opportunity. Ain't no opportunities in the bathtub. You got to go out there in that ocean of opportunity and experience all that God got for you. Some of it, you're going to get tested. You're going to feel like you're going down. You're going to get a sinking feeling, but you're going to be fine. You know why? Because you got to give. You have what it takes. You got to give. It's up to you to jump in. If you don't ever jump in the ocean, you ain't going to really know if you can handle deep water or not. I got you scared of the deep water. I got sometimes that deep water look rough out there. I know you've seen some perp- people try to acquire fame and prosperity and happiness and go out on their own. And I know you've seen them out there sinking and the water look rough. So now you want to stay over here in the bathtub. Ain't no opportunities in the bathtub. All your opportunities out there in the ocean. Now, is there some sharks out there? Yeah. Some barracuda out there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some whales out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that's out there. But what's to say you won't be one? Get out the bathtub with all this gear God gave you and jump in that ocean out there and swim like you're supposed to and swim around. You're going to get the life of your dreams, a life of abundance. That's all I got to say. Thank you very much. Hope you got it. Drop the dog. Drop it. Yeah. Why you still got it? Thank no. you, sir. Thank you, <laughs> man. Still holding yeah. It. <laughs> Great. Say so you ain't going to be wanted in. No, man. I ain't finna do that. Hey, y'all have a great weekend. Tuesday. Yeah, I'm a- For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 